0: Honest and lovable. She said she's magical, mystical, or a powerful wonder girl.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Kate Wheeler in studio with Christine Bentley. And you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by the Hill Street Beverage Company, the world's most award-winning alcohol-free wine and beer company. It's
2: tasty as f- order online at hillstreetbeverages.com. On the show today, pot may be legal, but that doesn't mean you can show up to the office under the influence. In our final week of our cannabis series, we're talking everyday cannabis, specifically cannabis in the workplace with Terry Donnelly, CEO of the Hill Street Beverage Company, and Kevin Hall, the CEO of International Cannabis Solutions. Canadian mompreneurs and authors, Megan Hadwin and
1: Nikki Sinjarik, will also be here. They are the woman behind the other life lessons children book series. Those are little picture books which deliver powerful and honest messages while addressing the themes of entitlement, grief, and why mommy works with titles like Life's Not Fair, Sometimes Someone Dies. We're going to
2: ask them what they felt was missing from all the children's books out there that inspired them to take this new approach. Thinking about retiring, Renee Rabello, financial advisor at Life Coach Financial Strategies, is going to discuss snowbird retirement options for Florida. Mm -hmm. And she has three things that you really need to know that she learned while she was down there. And if you're staying home, are you making safe tire choices
1: for winter drive? Driving. A new survey shows nearly one-third of Canadians think all seasons are safe for severe winter conditions. And I'm one of them. Yet few drivers <laughs> know what the winter tire symbol actually means. So Candace Sampson from LifeInPleasantville.com will be here with
2: someone from CalTire to discuss this and more. Relationship expert Tara Antler is going to talk to us about finding forgiveness after pain and hurt within the relationship. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have Rufus John performing... Better by you. And it's contest time, so you'll really want to head over to our web and social sites.
1: They're all Watch She Said Talk because the new Toronto Marriott Markham is really pumping things up. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse opens there, and Lana Duke is giving away a $250 gift certificate, which covers food and drinks within the restaurant doesn't cover tax and gratuity, though, but that's all good.
2: Yeah. Plus, we have one more brunch for four at Draco Restaurant inside the brand-new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favourites plus signature cocktails every Sunday from 10 until 2. And don't forget, just in time for the holiday season, uh,
1: if you have a Seinfeld fan in your life, you'll want to enter this. You could win a complete series Festivus box set. If you want to win one, you can find the photo on our Twitter or Facebook Page. As I said, what she said, talk.
3: Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com.
4: Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol free beer and wine taste so good? A: They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B: They're straight up lying to us. Or C: They're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of
5: dragons.
4: I think I'm onto something.
3: Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 1059 the region.
6: She's powerful,
1: wonderful, honest and lovable.
3: Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
1: Joining us now is Terry Donnelly, CEO of the Hill Street Beverage Company, and Kevin Hall, the CEO of International Cannabis Solutions. And in our final week of our cannabis series, we're talking everyday cannabis, specifically cannabis in the workplace. So thank you both for joining us to talk about that. Kevin, we, we want to start with you what exactly is International Cannabis Solutions and what do you do?
7: Uh, well, we're a corporation, federally incorporated uh, for Canada. Our mm-hmm. sole focus is science and education, evidence based education for all stakeholders uh, regarding cannabis and healthcare. So, not exclusively cannabis, but also healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mission is to uh, destigmify uh, the myths and debunk the myths out there and also to help the different stakeholders understand the the risks and also the features and benefits that cannabis can bring to one's uh, one's life, basically, in a nutshell.
2: Yeah. Well, we've heard a lot of sort of concerns because it's still all new. So we know the pot may be legal, but that doesn't mean that you can show up to the office under the influence. And there are concerns that more workers could begin, begin doing just that. Uh, but without a clear legal definition of what impairment is... Uh, we're reading that many human resources officers say they're unsure how to revise their policies, especially in sectors that are not especially safety sensitive.
7: Well, we've developed a very robust cannabis in the workplace program. Uh, I was just re- reviewing with Terry. Our We've got over 50 different courses and curricula, everything from medical to HR to legal. We partner with one of the best cannabis law firms in Canada, Briss Seller, to cover our labour law. And really covered all our all our bases in order to help mitigate uh, risk bad PR uh, and also um, how to accommodate for the patient because there's a definite difference between medical Medical. and adult use and I think that's very important and it's important for uh, safety in the workplace Uh, poly use is very uh, one of the biggest concerns poly poly use is basically um, when you're combining um, multi different drugs so alcohol benzos um, mm-hmm. uh, cannabis, and, cannabis and yeah, so-and-so. Okay. So you have to be aware of how that all interacts with one another and, and, and how to make sure that someone who's using cannabis for medical reasons, for example, is not necessarily getting high. Um, and they're using a, a special cocktail of, of CBD, and other cannabinoids that are prescribed by a physician right. that, that's completely different than someone who's going out and having a puff at lunch who's a recreational user. Let
2: me ask you this, though. In sectors like the arts... An artist, a graphic artist, uh, an ad somebody, an ad agency, a very creative business, where a person might believe that when they've had a few puffs of a joint, they're more creative. In a business like that, um, would there be an issue? Or would there is there a possibility that that some businesses would say we're okay with it?
7: Well, again, it's uh, first of all, it's
8: uh,
7: it, it's up to your internal policies, and I think it's mm-hmm. important to know what they're going to going to be and and what your standards are are, um, and um, and again, it's all about risk. So it all depends on the specific work environment. Like in that case, um, I wouldn't want to come out and say yes or no uh, because we do an in-depth needs analysis with mm-hmm. the companies that we work we yeah. for to, to determine, you know, which. Is that actor doing stage stuff? Is he building, you know, stages and things like that? That would be a safety-sensitive um, area, Absolutely. as an example. But someone who's in theater or whatnot, they may not have a problem. So, But then you'd have to talk to the unions. So the unions probably have a uh, have a policy on that, too. So there's a lot of factors that go into determining that decision. So
1: so then, Terry, you're in a creative environment, but there's all kinds yeah. of different levels. You're talking about introducing a cannabis-infused, non-alcoholic why next fall? So yeah. what's your policy? Have you must have been thinking about this ahead of everyone else. Well,
8: yeah, I mean, we, we think it's all about responsible use. Mm-hmm. And so you think of all of the companies that have a Friday afternoon, you know, beer session, mm-hmm. Right, and now you've got this other legal stimulant. So again, it's about responsible use, about having a policy in place that says, "Listen, if you are going to consume any kind of stimulant, make sure you've got a way home. Make sure you've got some way so that you're not driving under any form of impairment." Um, you know, I think the the important thing for us, because we work with this substance and we will be working with it, is is to be able to understand the microdosing levels to ensure that we're creating. Uh, experiences with the products that we're making that make it easy for consumers, especially new consumers that are going to be trying it, uh, to to find the correlation between what they're used to doing, which is having a glass of wine Mm -hmm. or a beer, Mm -hmm. and then what the new alternative to that is, which is having an infused glass of wine or beer.
2: that is the question one of the questions whether people step out to have a puff yeah if they yeah.
1: have a glass of wine
2: or a beer at lunch at, at lunch is that or after same? work
1: or you know um, I've never been able to drink at lunch yeah. because I just want
8: a nap yeah. so
1: right. and it would probably be the same thing yeah and I think
8: it's again you made that choice as an adult your employer may or may not have a policy regarding having a glass of wine at lunch or having a beer at lunch as part of a social get together with a customer mm-hmm. um, you know there's all kinds of Different companies, as, as Kevin had said, each company has kind of their own approach. And I think the most important thing is to have a policy that's within the law, within the framework of the law, but also is focused on responsible consumption.
1: So then then how important is it to know the law in your jurisdiction? Because it varies province to province,
7: doesn't it? State to state, every geographic um area is going to be a little different but I also wanted to comment too uh, um, that there's people with opioid addictions and alcohol addictions who don't necessarily you know that that afternoon beer wouldn't be appropriate for them mm-hmm. yeah. and, and and maybe cannabis might be might be um, mm-hmm. for them so at least there's options healthier options. Mm-hmm.
8: <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, maybe. Um, so the province has a zero to- tolerance policy for any commercial drivers or drivers mm-hmm. of road building equipment to get behind the wheel. We even trace amounts of THC in their systems. We've heard that police officers, for example, twenty-eight well, days, twenty-eight days. So they're never going to be able.
7: Oh, in to Montreal, use... there's the, <laughs> yeah. it's just short fit, yeah, <laughs> <show laughs> du- fit for duty. Yeah, what? Just short fit for duty. Short fit for duty. Yeah, What that's does that it? mean? That's that it. means it you means can have like, any per, amount of well, TTHC no, in uh, your basically four hours before, you know, the, the status yeah. quo, four to six hours before showing up for shift, do not consume, basically. Yeah.
1: So that, I mean, that to you me seems... can't show seems, up drunk
7: or high. Yeah, you know, that
1: to me seems reasonable. Telling yeah. Toronto police that they can't
7: have something with, anything ever days. that's legal wow. And is, to see what they see, uh, yeah. roadside accidents, and, and a lot of, a lot more first responders are using it for PTSD and whatnot. Yeah, so exactly. I think they're kind of handcuffing themselves. I think you'll see that. Uh, once the evidence... Sh- I would think there would be them. challenges. Yeah, for uh, sure. And okay. Do you
2: think that this may change, though, once they've seen it in place and seeing that, you know, the world is not going to fall?
8: Well, I think there's there's going to be a lot of changes. I mean, first of all, there's probably going to be legal challenges around the mm-hmm. legal limit of impairment in how that's measured and what it is that they're measuring, because, you know, the amount of, of THC, from what I've read, that's in... Your bloodstream that could lead to legal impairment is actually an amount that somebody could be using as a prescription drug that Mm -hmm. has literally zero effect from an impairment standpoint, but could be traced in their body weeks later after. Same with opioids. Like
7: if you're on prescription opioids, your doctor will tell you, wait 48, 48 hours before uh, driving heavy machinery, mm-hmm. and it's no different. That's why uh, you're you not know... allowed
2: to drive yourself home from the hospital.
1: Yeah,
7: you know yourself yeah. if you're if you're high. Yeah.
2: So in terms of workplace, can people ask, uh, for example, I would want to make sure my doctor wasn't stoned, especially if I was going into surgery. Yeah. I would want to make sure that my financial advisor was not trading stoned, my account. <laughs> uh, you know, and my dentist yeah, wasn't you,
1: stoned. How does the consumer yeah. find out about what... A company that they're interacting with, what their policy is. Do you have any right?
7: Well, if they're public, um, they would probably get access to, you know. A their publicly stated policy. That, that's, yeah. that's correct. But if they're private, they... Yeah. And yeah.
1: should an employee be looking now for some kind of statement from their employer on this issue? If they haven't got one, should they be asking for what the company's policy is in a private company? Yeah, I
7: think the default right now is the drug and alcohol policy, period. But it's not, you know, it's not really clarified when it comes to cannabis. And I think that more companies should be getting on that to to actually put that specifically in there to also help their own risk factors. But also, again, make sure you're accommodating for the medical patient so you're not uh, having any human rights. Mm
8: -hmm. It's a new world. I mean, the Mm -hmm. best thing to do is educate yourself, get ready and try to just be smart about it.
1: So employers that are listening, they can get in touch with you, Kevin, about one of the cannabis in the workplace courses that might work for their.
7: Yeah, we we, we build uh, like probably a full day curricula depending on the size of the company. Okay. And and what the what their needs are.
1: Mm-hmm. And how do people get in touch with you to learn uh, more about that?
7: They can go to. Um, you can reach me at uh, Kevin at InternationalCannabisSolutions dot net or InternationalCannabisSolutions dot net or um, reach out uh, to our uh, office line four one six four eight cana and just inquire uh, for more information.
1: And and uh, Terry Donnelly, obviously, you're going to be working on, on absolutely it. Your, everything yeah. is is good. And if we find out on what you're doing at yeah. hillstreetbeverages.com. dot com,
8: absolutely. Thanks.
1: Thank you.
3: what she said with christine bentley and kate wheeler will be right back
9: meridian's three-year escalator gic can help you save for a bucket list trip in the first year earn two percent interest in the second three percent in the third four percent those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip (laughs) and this trip Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth
10: esteem. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand-new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites plus signature cocktails every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it. You'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905 489 1400. Elevate your brunch Sundays at Draco.
3: This is 1059,
6: The
1: Region.
0: She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable.
3: Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now are
1: Canadian Mompreneurs and authors Megan Hadwin and Nikki Sinjarik, the women behind the Other Life Lessons Children's Book Series. They're they're picture books and they're gorgeous, and they deliver powerful and honest messages while addressing some difficult themes: entitlement, grief, and why mommy works. <laughs> Welcome both of you to the show. Hey. Um now this one I mean let's start here because why mommy works. I mean this is it's such um it's such a great topic. How did you pick topics for the books?
11: Well, they're pretty anecdotal. They're based on sort of real life events that we went through while we were raising our four-year-olds together. We had babies pretty much 6 weeks apart. And the Why Mommy Works came from mom guilt. So we wanted to sort of have a voice for women that all of them feel when they have to leave and go back to work. So it was really written with, you know, the intent of real life events. And it was really close to us.
2: But did you find when you went to look for something like that yourself that there wasn't anything? Exactly. That's why
10: we ended up creating them because when we ran into these issues, we just assumed that there were resources out there that were easy to find. And when we didn't find them, we were like, well... We have a kind of a production background. We could probably make these, and that's what we did.
1: Well, what is your background? You come from the advertising world? We do, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you morphed from one to the other.
10: Well, we met about eight years ago at a Toronto advertising agency as a creative team. So she's the art director, I'm the writer, and we literally have been glued at the hip ever since So in that time, we've done a lot of different things. We've worked in production, we've worked with printers. So that kind of gave us the background and the context to bring this to life. And yeah, we had our babies six weeks apart. And then on that that, uh, maternity leave, we started talking more about how we wanted to raise them and things we wanted to teach them and how we wanted to be really honest with them. So we couldn't find the books out there. We decided to create them. So and, well, you, you know, and
1: you are you are as you said one of you is the illustrator one of you writes so you're yeah. the poet because yes. uh, there is poetry. <laughs> oh,
10: thank you. <laughs> yes.
2: And the, These subjects are are things that are sometimes hard to explain. I mean, exactly. sometimes someone dies. People are always struggling with their children how to kind of explain mm-hmm. that or why life isn't fair or exactly. You know, um, I've I've heard lots of moms. And you know, that's
11: sort of our mission. It's, you know, creating tools, uh, one of them being books to get parents to start these honest conversations early and normalizing certain subjects at an early age to have empathy and compassion and
1: resilience at an early age. Okay, but what about the people that? would say, you know, can't we just let kids be kids? Or how young do you want them to know the realities of life? Have you got any of that kind of feedback?
10: Quashing their innocence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And for the most part, actually, parents love them. And it's exactly the lessons that they're trying to teach them. I think that they, we all want kids to be kids, but they don't necessarily need to be bubble wrapped. And life is going to happen anyways, there's going to be ups and downs. So if they can start having those conversations at home first about difficult topics. It just helps create that open dialogue with their parents to talk about all different things. So so what age would you say these are aimed at? We say three to seven because of subject matter. Things like grief, entitlement, working moms can go a little bit older. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Nikki has an 11-year-old at home and she reads these books to him and he likes them too. Like, they're books for kids, but they're good reminders for teenagers, for even adults. I mean, the book on entitlement really could... For anyone, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm got, I will want to have a look at that one. <laughs> sure. Life's not fair. Yeah. Life's
2: not fair. Yeah, you know, entitlement. Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah. So, so,
2: will you be coming up with other topics? Yes. As you, as you sort of face those questions, any anything on the drawing board?
10: Well, we have three more that are coming out in the spring. We're just deciding which three now because we've had so much great feedback, and we, we are even working with psychologists now to tackle a little bit of bigger subjects as well. So there's three more coming out in the spring, and we're gonna announce it on our social media in January. In January? Oh, you're not just tell us with the bit.
2: girls. They're okay. in advertising yeah. and marketing. They're yeah, not giving away anything. They know how to. They know how
1: to build up the uh, <laughs> anticipation,
11: right? Well, some of the subjects we're kind of, you know, um, thinking about and uh, are, you know, postpartum depression, which is a big one that both Megan and I went through. Um, there's also uh, this thing, the what, internet. To, to talk about no, yeah. to talk
1: about postpartum depression for children when the mom has maybe had another child and how it yes, works with exactly. the family. Ah.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. so yeah, all right. And you said I'm the sorry. The internet. So the, the internet. Big one. <laughs> this is
11: our life has changed dramatically yes. in the last 10 years, and um, children are a byproduct they are going to be on the internet regardless so we're looking at books about or looking at a book about that sort of topic of how to balance right. uh, the internet and real life and there's like blended <laughs> families can you write that for us yes. blended families that's a really good so one so that's a yeah. big one we've had a lot of feedback at our trade shows uh, constantly people asking about the blended families because families are all
2: different now it's and also divorce yeah, exactly like what you know they it's yeah. really hard you know
10: well, totally. we love
2: you but we don't love one another but yeah. we're still going to get along That's hard. and it's hard yeah. to you know it's hard to to um, yeah yeah and that That topic can affect children of all ages, right to young. I think divorce and blended are
1: somewhat different, but still, yeah. yeah.
11: So we're kind of, you know, contemplating. We've got got a few,
10: so it's just a matter of deciding which Which ones ones are going (laughs) to come out.
1: Now, there's a donation component to the books. Tell us about that.
10: Well, for every book purchased online or at one of our events, we donate $1 to children's mental health charities in Canada. Mm -hmm. We just wanted the books to be more than just books. We thought they could have a great impact, and especially when we're talking about things like grief, or um, entitlement, things like that, that seemed like a natural fit for us. And mm. you've also bought a prize pack to give away for yeah. Um, yeah. for some
1: look, let's haul it on up here well, you, can, uh, you can enter now by going um, to What She Said Talk on our Facebook or Twitter and just look for the post um, wouldn't what, what, you just tell us what's in there because I think the yeah. the, the tissue paper might cause massive yes, rustling on the microphone yeah. <laughs> yeah.
11: I'm like uh, I don't know if I should touch it uh, there is a mug in there um, a mug. Cool. that is very popular uh, we'll leave it as a surprise <laughs> okay. and there's also the three books the with books. bookmarks and okay. stickers and there's also a life's not fair tote bag.
1: Uh life's not fair. <laughs> oh my tote goodness. Uh, that's so, that's so great. Now, now um, can wh- you buy that on your site? Yes. Ah. Yep. And what is the I site? Like we should tell people what the site is.
11: So our site is otherlifelessons.com and everything in the prize pack is available online to purchase. Okay. But we also have some free downloadables that you could download as a PDF. They're like worksheets that are affiliated with the books.
2: And then our blog is there also. Did- so what have you learned yeah. through this? Because I know that you have your own skill set, but now you're parents. Yeah. And you're talking to psychologists, and you're talking to other parents. So
10: – well originally these books started as just for us and for our children. And what we realized is that so many people were facing the same things or having the same issues as as us. And they didn't know how to talk about it. Sometimes even therapists or teachers didn't have the words to, Mm -hmm. to talk about these things. So it's nice to meet people who immediately they see like our booth or they see our books and they're like, oh my gosh, they get it right away. They love it. And they get that it's a concept. They understand what the approach is and they're really appreciative. So I think we've learned that we're not alone. <laughs> yeah. but, have you, but you've learned to, to, to start a conversation
2: a, a, and to, to get a message across that maybe you didn't know the answer to before, mm-hmm. right?
11: Right. Yeah. There's definitely a need for it.
1: Yeah, there is. And one of the things I said maybe you want to explore is, is I learned with my children. Never answer a question that they've asked until you fully understand why they're asking that question right because you you can be there there are some wonderful stories that i probably can't go (laughs) go into the air about things that they you know they ask me and it's like why do you want to know and i'm so glad that i asked that because the little minds they work in a completely different way it's different than we do so did your how do your children react to these
10: um well they've read them so many times now that they they love them and they have their, their phases that they go through where they love one more than other. Like mm-hmm. where they had the Terry Fox run at school. So uh, my daughter is four and she was learning about Terry Fox for the first time. So we were reading Sometimes Someone Dies quite a bit. Right. So we usually bring them out when a subject comes up or just to, you know, we pick one for a week or one for a month to kind of deep dive into.
1: Well, it's exciting that the other ones are coming out uh, soon, and I don't don't know. I just, I just don't think you two are going to leave it there. I can see a whole lot more coming out. (laughs) It's not just books (laughs) for sure. It's the whole thing. So this uh, is beautiful, and Mm -hmm. uh, you're answering the questions honestly, and I think that's so important because kids, um, they believe, they believe adults, and we need to be consistent in our messaging, don't we? Mm -hmm.
11: Yeah, for sure, and they, they believe. I mean, they believe adults and they believe their parents, but when they actually see it in a book also, it kind of makes it more legit. Or if you see something on TV, well, it has to be real Mm -hmm. when it's like actually produced. So we feel that that helps that they're in books. It's like, oh, if if it's in a book, then it must be true, right? So it just, it adds sort of to our case.
1: All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming in and
10: tell us and say the website one more time. Otherlifelessons.com. Perfect.
3: What she said said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back.
4: Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you.
3: That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 1059, The Region.
6: What she said.
2: She's powerful, wonderful, honest, and lovable.
3: Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
2: Joining us now is Renee Rabello, financial advisor at Life Coach Financial Strategies. And today we are talking about snowbird retirement options for Florida. Three things you need to know that Renee learned while she was down there. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, ladies. So, what were you down there for? I
0: love Florida, and I wanted to bring my social, my savvy living for women group down to Mm -hmm. Florida and launch a chapter because a lot of Canadian snowbirds down there, Mm -hmm. and fell in love with Florida while I was down there. So, which part? Well, that is uh, one of the three things. That is the toughest question. Yes, is where do you want to live in Florida, Mm -hmm. or where do you want to have your vacation home while you travel down there? So, Florida is a large state, and and each state offers different, uh, sorry, each parts of Florida offer different things that would cater Mm. to your lifestyle. So I was all the way from like Daytona Beach down to Fort Lauderdale. I've been in West Palm. Mm -hmm. I've checked out uh, Miami and then circled around back up to Clearwater and Treasure Island and loved it all. So I thought, okay, well, which one do I like the beach better? And so I ended up on the Gulf Coast. So I really like the Clearwater, St. Pete, Fort Myers area. Mm -hmm. And so then it came down to trying to figure out, all right, so now I've figured out an area, which was the first thing you need to do when you think about Florida. The second thing was, What kind of home do I want to have? So do I want to rent and stay down there for a few months? Or do I want to purchase something and, you know, own it? And then from there, there's even it gets even more complicated because there's so many choices. So you can look at a manufactured home and I will say manufactured home, I will not say trailer because trailer is a whole different definition down in Florida than a manufactured home in a gated community. So I did look at trailers Mm because they wanted to show me what I didn't want and that was definitely on my list of not wanting. So (laughs) definitely be very clear with your lingo down there also because their lingo and our lingo are very different with lifestyle. So what's a
2: manufactured home?
0: So it's basically... like a 1,000-square-foot, two-bedroom, two-bathroom home. That's a bungalow. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. It's usually in a gated community. It is typically a trailer, but it's a very large one. So we have them here, but you don't see people living in them. Usually they're seasonals. They're using them up mm-hmm. north. They're using them in a park. Down there, they're called gated communities, and uh, a manufactured home is sold like a house. So you can either lease the land from the actual resort or you can purchase in as a share into the land, in which case then you're dealing with cross-border ownership of property in Canada and the States.
2: And what are the tax pros and cons?
0: That's a whole segment on its own, okay. uh, and it depends on what you purchase and what right. you're looking mm-hmm. at purchasing. So that would be a whole segment on its own. Um, trying to keep it surface level today, it was just kind of the three things you really need to look at. Okay. Um, another one is, you know, we were—I was looking at condos on the beach. Right. I was looking at houses on the beach because I want the potential to be able to rent them out also, so that when I'm not down there, because clearly I'm still working, that I would be able to rent the property out mm-hmm. should I not be there. Because there's a lot of people that would like to just rent and not have the maintenance or anything. And there is banks now that will finance down there for Canadians. So there is a couple that will do it. So if you are interested in purchasing that, you know, four hundred, five dollars 500000 condo on the beach mm-hmm. and working up, you know, going to bed with that sun, sunset which is mm-hmm. absolutely stunning and the powder-like <laughs> sand, the beaches are incredible, then there is institutions that will do it for you. And typically, they will want 20% down as a Canadian and finance the rest. And they do their mortgages a little bit differently than they do them up here. They actually amortize them and term them the same. So if you take on a, 30-year amortization, it's also a 30-year term. So it's an interesting different way of banking than we do things up here. So you need to familiarize yourself with one, the institution you're going to use. Two, the interest rates are a little bit higher than here. And three, the terms of the actual mortgage down there.
1: Okay. So that's two things. Uh, that three was thing, is three, that three things.
0: things. That we was three things. Home. Three things. One. Yeah. One was where. Where. Two was what kind of home. Home. And three was the financing options. How are you going to finance the purchase? So if you're going to look at something in a gated community, depending on what kind of Thing, you might want something that'll
1: cost twenty thousand US, and you can purchase that from
0: now, your own stuff here.
1: When you were talking about that, and you're talking about an a gated community, and you're leasing the land, yes, are you allowed when you're not there? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to rent those? Are those things that you need? Like to, could you put it on VRBO or Airbnb? Or well, no, things, you no. cannot
0: do Airbnb, you cannot do VRBO because they want a minimum one month rental. So okay. typically, they have uh, their own website that their members who are in the mm-hmm. community can post and you'll get people who know people in the community. And there's a waiting list for people who want to rent. And it's incredible when I was down there looking at purchasing one myself and knowing that I could only be down there for a couple weeks and then I'd want to rent it the rest of the time. I had people bugging me already and I'm like, the deal isn't even done yet. Wow. So there is a need. And they rent for anywhere between $1,800 and $2,000 a month. And this is for a manufactured home. So they're quite incredible, but they're good size. They're great living. And then you need to be careful the rules because Mm -hmm. some say you could only have three months rental. Some say no pets. Some say one pet under 30 pounds. You really want to read the rules of the community that you're looking at purchasing in or renting in because they will tell on
2: you. And what about no children? Well,
0: that I haven't no, seen no, that I'm yet. Just, a I'm lot kidding. of people had their grandchildren in
2: the pool. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> now you have a new book out. It's
1: called The 30 Day Financial Declutter Challenge. It has yes. 30 things you can do to improve your finances. And this could be a good task to get done before the holiday shopping. So where can people go
0: to learn more
1: uh, about you and the book?
0: They can go to my website to get the information, uh, mylcfs.ca. They can also get me on Facebook, Life Coach Financial. Strategies. And I have a Twitter account. So they can get me all over. You can all just right. Google Renee Rabello, and you'll find me. <laughs>
1: Thank well, you so much.
0: Thanks for having me, ladies.
3: This is 105.9 The Region.
6: What she said.
3: Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com.
1: Are Canadians making safe tire choices for winter driving? A new survey shows nearly one-third of us think all seasons are safe for severe winter conditions, yet few drivers know what exactly that winter tire symbol means. So joining us now to solve all these problems is Candace Sampson from LifeInPleasantville.com and Cal Tire spokesperson Bill Gardner. Welcome to the show.
6: Thank you for having us on.
1: Okay, so Christine
2: asked a question as soon as you sat down about all season or all weather. I wasn't sure what I had. And I wasn't sure whether I needed. I mean, I have a small SUV, whether... In a city like Toronto, do I really need to get snow tires? I don't know what the difference is. Candace is is nodding. (laughs) Yes, you do.
6: (laughs) Yeah, so so Christine, you know, you just told us off air that that this was the original tire on your fairly new vehicle. So I I will absolutely guarantee you it's an all-season, and there's a big distinction between all-season and all-weather. Okay, so
2: you need to tell us all what that is.
6: Yeah, so the the all-weather tire performs well below 7 degrees Celsius and above. The all-season tire only performs well at 7C and above. It's a great long-wearing tire, so it's great for spring, summer, fall, uh, but it's not very good in the wintertime. So we we actually call the all-season tire the three-season tire. Certainly for Canadian, uh, typical Canadian winter, it's a three-season tire.
2: Okay, but most people, I mean, guys understand this and you understand this, but I don't understand this. What's the temperature got to do with it? I all I know is that if you drive a snow tire on hot pavement, it's bad. But 7 and below, isn't it the tread the, yes, or something that has it, it, something to do with snow or is it, 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 it the I temperature? Know this it's the rubber gripping the road, it's right? It's the
6: compound of the rubber. So so the, the, the rubber compound on the tread of any tire is a complex mixture of elements, okay? Okay. So when when the tire engineers are formulating that, they, they specifically target the typical usage of that tire. Right. Okay? So a race car tire is very different than a grocery getter tire. Right. And a, a tire that's going to be used in the summer needs to be very different than a winter tire in our climate. Now, if our climate was... South Carolina, Georgia, something like that, different thing. But in Canada, we, you know, almost every town in Canada in the wintertime, you know, we have an average ambient temperature below plus seven Celsius. And that's the point at which an all season tire begins to lose grip dramatically. That's where an, an all weather tire still works very well. And that's where a winter tire comes into its own. That's where it's designed to work but at seven degrees Celsius and below, that's why Christine, in the spring, you want to have it back off and put your summer tires back so
2: on. So, if I went and just replaced them with all weather tires, would I be good for the whole year?
6: You would. It you would. would. That's that. And this is a whole this this category is relatively new, Christine. Yeah,
2: I didn't even know anything yeah. about yeah.
6: this. Well, it's, it, it, it's been around. Uh, you know, this is I think about seventeen or eighteen years now for this category. And one particular brand of tire, the Nokian WRG4, the G4 in its part. Number stands for generation four. So it's in its fourth evolution of design and they they keep getting better and better. The first couple of generations wore out rather quickly. Uh, They had good grip, but they, they didn't last too long. So they're, you know, each iteration of these tires, each generation gets better and better. So the all weather tire now is now a really good, I call it plan B. So plan A is having a set of winter tires and a set of summer tires.
1: Okay, but 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 why would I do that if I can just go with plan B? Because I'm thinking overall it's going to be less expensive, isn't it?
6: Kate, each one of them is a separate level. So the ultimate in grip (laughs) grip and performance is the winter tire. Right. For winter operation. Okay. The all-weather tire, slightly below it, but but way above the all-season. Season. So we've got three different distinct levels of performance. And I just think about in terms of like the way we travel in the winter, we're up at the ski hill every single weekend. mm -hmm. So for for you, a winter tire is a must. And in the city though, if you're really not going that far, you know, you could get away with an all-weather. Except if
2: you get the odd storm. I mean I've had people say to me. It doesn't matter if it's only twice a year. If you get a bad storm and you're trying to get up a hill on the DVP, mm-hmm. yeah. only snow tires will do it. Yes. Is, uh,
6: I mean, I think if you have one scary uh, experience, uh, most of us have had that at one point mm-hmm. where you know, you've lost control of the car and you've gone sliding, you see the benefit immediately of having winter tires on your car. But Absolutely. that's the
1: other thing. I mean, explain to people, Bill, that nothing will really help you on ice.
6: Oh no! Not true. Not, not true. true. No, no. Okay. Really? No, no. On, on ice, the winter tire still has amazing grip. So, so you know, you're, you're processing everything you see as a driver. Mm-hmm. You 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 feel you see and feel the conditions mm-hmm. you're experiencing. So you know you're on a on a limited grip surface. But the winter tire has phenomenal grip even on ice. You you'll be quite surprised by how grippy it is. Uh, on ice, and and, and you know, we we demonstrate this all the time. We test tires under these conditions, and it's it's quite because uh, dramatic.
1: We often see you know like big SUV drivers with the snow tires on, thinking that they can plow through anything, but that's not
6: necessarily true. No, no. Uh, you know, all-wheel drive helps in forward bite, you know, helps mm-hmm. traction to get started, get out of, uh, uh, you know, a parking spot that's downgrade or, in, you know. An, yeah. an but L. ice or, is
2: ice and nothing is going – I mean, you're going to – You still
6: it. have to drive the conditions. I yeah. had a, I had a <laughs> Suburban
2: with snow tires and trust me. I mean, yeah. I was careful on ice because once you start, mm-hmm. you know, but we're talking about snow here. And so, so what, what's your I'm, advice?
6: Well, Christine, still, the ultimate thing is to have two sets of tires. So have a set of winter tires, and today's winter tires are very grippy on, on all those conditions. They're, they're, they've got... Very good grip on ice. Of course, not as good as dry pavement, but infinitely better than than an all-season tire would ever have. And plan B is to go for the… Plan B would, would be the all-weather tire. Okay. One tire year-round. One tire year-round. You don't need a second set of rims, Kate. You don't need tire pressure sensors. You don't need twice a year on and off. You okay. don't need a place to store them. So there's distinct benefits. And how do people connect with CalTire? CalTire.com. That's
1: easy. It's (laughs) K-A-L, caltire.com.
6: And over 250 stores between the Ontario-Quebec border and B.C. Uh, Tire pressure checks, always free. Retorquing of wheels, always free.
2: So we can just go in and say, hey, Bill sent us to get some grippy (laughs) grippy tires.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. And they'll
2: know what we're talking about?
6: Yep, they'll be on the same page.
2: (laughs) Great. Thanks for coming. Thank Thank you you. you for having
6: us out, Christine and Kate. Thank you. She
3: said. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian. Expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it, you'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch Sundays at Draco.
3: This is 1059 the region.
6: She said,
0: she's powerful wonderful
1: honest and lovable.
3: Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
1: Joining us now is what she said, relationship expert, Tara Antler. Welcome
9: back. Thank you. Now,
1: today we're going to be talking about finding forgiveness after pain and hurt within the relationship. I mean, when when people have, we're talking about
9: maybe an affair? Yeah, it could be infidelity. It could be any type of relationship, really. But when there's, that's the big one that usually comes Mm -hmm. up for most people is infidelity. And when that happens, there's a breakdown in the relationship that's happened far before the actual act of that happening. So there are some things that people need to do. I think the very first thing is they need to just pause and decide, are we going to move through this together? Or is this too big for us and we part ways? That's the first thing that people need to really address. And then I think the next thing is really people needed to understand each other from a different perspective because we get caught sometimes in this, well, you did this, this created pain. Now, you know, it's your fault. And if we can stay out of that and go to maybe a different perspective that has to do with more understanding like how did we get here how did we get here because we often will point the finger and point the blame and there's a lot of other stuff that's going on in the background that led those people to those decisions Mm -hmm. you know and oftentimes it's things from our own past it's well pain from our past
2: yeah i if it were me i would not be saying how did we get there if some (laughs) if i was married to somebody who cheated on me yeah I would not be doing any of that. And is monogamy even possible? Then you get into all that. It's a a big topic. Do you know what I mean? Because I I, I feel that once somebody has cheated, you can go back and rework everything Mm -hmm. you want. But it's like that teacup that's been glued together. It's not unbroken. So
1: you don't think you'd ever be able to forgive? And move forward. Is that what you're saying? If, if somebody might had I decide
2: that I would stay. But I, no, I would never forgive, and I would, I would, I would always think of that person as a, a person who is capable of cheating. Right. Like I would not be capable of doing that. Yeah. I would say, you know what, I. I don't love you anymore and I'm not attracted to you anymore. Or I love you and I'm not Mm -hmm. attracted or whatever and I'm attracted to someone else. But I would not do it behind someone's back and put them in a position how do you get to forgiveness?
9: Yeah, it's a, it's a big topic because it, like forgiveness has so many layers within it. But mm-hmm. I would definitely say the first thing is being able to understand from a different perspective because everybody has wounding from the past. We have stuff that we bring into the relationship and we call certain things out for our ultimate learning and growth. Everything is about our individual growth. And if we're looking at it from that perspective, of, I wouldn't do that or or I can't forgive, then what happens with, with that emotion and that energy is it stays with you for life. Mm-hmm. So any of the pains that I've ever gone through. I've gone through infidelity. I've I've not been the person on the cheating end, but I've been on the receptive end. And in my early years, I used to be in that other state where it was like, what the F? Like, how did this happen? And it's your fault. And, and you know, all of that Lame. conversation. Yeah. And eventually, once I got into the healing space of it, I started to really look at, OK, what is it that I'm bringing forward? Because this isn't just a string of bad luck and bad series of relationships. There's something in my field and maybe in my past, which related to, you know, sexual stuff that had happened to me when I was a child, I had this deep, deep, deep wounding that men couldn't be trusted. And so imagine growing up your whole life caring that for that men can't be trusted. I would definitely call into my experience by law of attraction. I would call into my experience because I have resistance to it, situations and and things that would happen that would cause me to further believe that men can't be trusted until I healed that very wound that started way back then when I was like four and five years old. And until I healed that, then finally all that stuff cleaned up. So it's really about both people taking the opportunity to also heal and clear the past, because if we don't, the pain that we experience, the wounding that we experience, we could you know sweep it under the rug, But it will carry on and it'll show up in our future relationships. It affects everything. And so that pain then is with us. So forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. It's for the self. And Mm -hmm. it frees you up of that emotional energy and of the pain and the wounding so that you're not carrying it into any of your relationships. What about rebuilding the trust? Christine Mm -hmm.
1: said she would never be able to to rebuild that trust you believe that's possible.
9: It's totally possible. I've done it before in in a very, very intimate, serious relationship. I've done it before. It takes some work and it does take some higher understanding as to, okay, not necessarily why did this happen to me, but what has happened? What kind of breakdown has happened within the relationship? What are you moving through? What are your childhood wounds? What are my childhood wounds? And how are we playing in this sandbox together? What am I calling out in you? What am I triggering within you? What are you triggering within me? Where's the breakdown? Mm -hmm. And once you start to understand that, from a higher perspective and you actually go through the steps of healing it, then there's a greater likelihood that you can rebuild trust. It takes practice. There's a number of things that we can do to rebuild that, like being willing to say, okay, if you need to trust me, check my phone, check my stuff. Like that is, that's part of trust breakdown. You have to rebuild it then to know that everything is okay again. You know. What about asking for outside help? Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it because it's such a big topic and it's a really big breakdown in the relationship that absolutely getting outside help, I highly, highly, highly recommend.
1: Because I know a lot of people, couples that I know, one person would like to go and Mm -hmm. and see a therapist or a couples counselor and the other person thinks that's ridiculous and it's not going to solve any problems. So how do you get through to that person?
9: Yeah, it's challenging. It's easier when both parties are willing to go there because then the growth is faster. If one is willing and the other is not, there, there still will be growth. Oftentimes, what happens is one of two things. Either the growth is so distinguishable that the other partner goes, hey, this person's changing, this person's shifting. I might want to get on board with that too because they're happier, they're healthier, there's a sense of ease. I want that too. And they'll come up. Or they're in such resistance about it that eventually the relationship, unfortunately it would it it can, not always, but it can fall apart.
1: Well, especially when children are involved. If the relationship mm-hmm. does fall apart, yeah. the worst thing I think anybody can do is badmouth yeah, your partner to your children. Absolutely. So you need to find forgiveness at some level even if the relationship is part of it.
9: And how you know if you still have stuff, triggers within you is if when you think about the person or you think about the relationship, you think about the past and you still have an emotional trigger to it, you have an emotional response like, oh, you know, or F that or whatever the upset is. If there's an upset, there's still work inside of you, the self, that has to be done until you neutralize. Once you neutralize, then you can move into that space where it's more healthy and and it's not about blame anymore if we start pointing the fingers there's more work to be done with inside the self and so yeah we want to get to a place where we can honor one another and stuff happens we all I, I, I have made Oh, well, let States me tell you if life, George Clooney
1: comes by <laughs> I'm asking my husband for a pass <laughs> you know? I mean I think I, I know I know relationships well some people living in open relationships mm-hmm. which I find or uh, was polyamory yeah. um, which I could never do I know yeah. that within yeah. myself But if something happened, you know, on a business trip like millions of miles away and I didn't have to be involved and know about it, it was just sex, I could probably get over that. Mm -hmm. I think it's more for me it would be if he was having an
9: intimate emotional
1: emotional relationship mm-hmm. with someone yeah. that i couldn't yeah and there's a difference there too
9: yeah a lot of there's people. many layers to it and what's acceptable for one person is not acceptable for another i always say that any resistance that we had and i had a lot of resistance when i was younger if a guy ever cheated on me that was it like you're out and of course because of the resistance that i had i drew to me so many experiences of that until i could understand it and release it how can people connect with you and and maybe get some help <laughs> yeah uh, definitely TaraAntler.com is the website that's the best place to go or find me on Facebook. Yeah, you do a Facebook Live? You I do, four days a week. Yep, Four days a week. Mm-hmm. That's
2: where we
1: found her. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks so much for
9: joining Thank us. Thank you.
3: Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com.
4: Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A. They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B. They're straight up lying to us. Or C. They're wizards and each drink is infused
9: with the blood of dragons!
4: I think I'm onto something.
3: Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. (laughs)
2: The <laughs> Fashion is everything when it comes to hair so trust your hair to an artist Jason Kearns of Kearns and Co is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity vision and the very latest hair care systems color and products to create looks that have heads turning your hair is the most important fashion this accessory 105.9 the region trust it to the experts start today visit Kearns and Co. This is
3: 1059 The Region.
2: What she said,
0: she's powerful, wonderful, honest, and lovable.
3: Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
2: are listening to is Things That I Said, the new single by none other than Rufus John, who joins us now in studio. Welcome to What She Said.
5: Thank you for having me.
2: Now, the song is on your upcoming album called Gone But Not Forgotten, so tell us about that.
5: In high school, I would consider um, this song written about my first true love. Aww. and And I, at the time, did not know what love was, and I just felt that Whatever I was feeling, she was taking me away from my friends because I wanted to be with her as opposed to being with them. And it was just a lot going on at the time. And um, I broke this young lady's heart. And um, years later, I never had a chance to really say, I'm sorry. And um, I figured now is the best time to do that. Exactly. So this was my apology to her.
1: Does she she know? know?
5: I definitely called her and I was like, listen, this song's coming out. And those Kitchener is a very small town. So people are going to make the connections. So just so you're aware this is coming out and she loved the song. And has
2: she forgiven you?
5: Yes, I think.
2: <laughs> you think?
5: Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> You're gonna
2: say yes. Yes. Well, when somebody writes a song for you, seriously.
5: Right, and you know what? She really appreciated the fact that the remix has a female rapper on it named Phoenix. And Phoenix, I wanted her to give me a female's perspective. Of 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 what you go through, because many of females go through, you know, a broken heart and Mm. not getting that apology that is well deserved. Many times, men
1: do too, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you also recently put out a seven episode docu series, yeah, which chronicles the writing and production process behind the album. Yes, did you like making the docu series more or the album more?
5: A combination of both. Um, in my community, um, I work with a lot of teens and youth. Um, mm-hmm. And through that process, I wanted them to see what my journey is like, mm-hmm. trying to juggle all this. Because all they see is the end product. They hear the record and they see the videos, but they don't really know mm-hmm. what my process is going through that. And it's not as easy as they sometimes think. So right. it, it was great that I could document it and then present it, not only to them, but hopefully up-and-coming artists that are looking to figure out, how do I juggle Yes, all this stuff, right? right? So be, yeah. um, this is my journey.
2: <laughs> so you started... Uh, oh, well, we. D- I don't think we have time no, to chat with, with you we, anymore. No, we we want to hear you sing. Oh. Absolutely. That <laughs> is
1: it for what she said this weekend. We will be back next Saturday and Sunday right here on 105.9 The Region. Yeah. But singing us out now, here is Rufus John, accompanied by Dean Aviolotis on keyboards, and they are performing Better By You.
5: So... A few years back, on May 19th, my entire life changed. My daughter was brought into this world. And um, like everything in my life, I got to document that. I got write to th- write about it. Better By You was born, listen. Never felt this kind of love before. It's unpredictable and unconditional. I thank him every day, I'm so grateful. The bond that we share, it's so magical. I pray I can always be there for you. Go to the ends of the world for you. I vow to be the one that provides for you. Laid on the line if it meant the best for you. It's crazy when you smile. It makes my day, it's so amazing. Even when you press my nerves and got me feeling it. Green. Ain't nothing in this world I change, so please believe me. How I feel about you, I can't deny. Whenever you want me, or you need me, just call me. I'll be there with open arms, cause I hear ya, and I see ya, and forever you'll be my baby girl. Make me feel stronger and I wanna do better by you. Oh And gonna front, I'ma keep it real. The day we met Jelly Bean, I was scared. Thought I knew what I was getting into. Little did I know, and that's the truth. Gonna have to take this day by day. I'll lose my way, find it, and make mistakes. I wrote this song here for me to say. You're my heart, you're my joy, you're my everything. It's crazy when you smile, it makes my day. It's so amazing. Even when you press my nerves and got me feeling angry. Ain't nothing in this world I changed, so please believe me. How I feel about you, I can't deny. Whenever you want me, need me, just call me I'll be there with a open arms Cause I hear you and I see you, And forever you'll be my baby girl uh, You make me feel stronger And I wanna do better You're the best thing I've done You're the only one for me and loves me unconditionally. I can always do better, so I need to be wiser. I know I can be stronger, be a rock when you need it. I got you. Oh, oh. yeah. Because I hear you and I see you. And forever you'll be my baby girl. Forever you'll be my baby girl make me feel stronger and I want to do better by you just call me I'll be there cause I hear and I see you my make me feel stronger listen whenever you want me or you need me just call me I'll be there with open arms Cause I hear you and I see ya And forever you'll be my baby girl You make me feel stronger And I wanna do better by you
10: What happens when we play outside?